making sales social to me means finding a connection with people that allows you in and allows them in to building that rapport really quickly. It's finding a way to make them feel that you're not being salesy, that you're actually interested in them. Welcome to the Making Sales Social podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Making Sales Social. I'm so excited for our guest today. Janice Porter is not only a fellow LinkedIn trainer, but she's really become a friend. She is really strong at relationship marketing and I'm excited to ask her the kinds of questions that we all should be asking ourselves. Are we actually creating relationships on digital? The other side is she takes it from digital to physical with really personalized follow-up mail that I'm really excited to be part of. Janice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Bren. You say things very succinctly and very well. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I'm excited for you to be a guest today. And if you've listened to our podcast, the first question we ask everyone is what does making sales social mean to you? I have, and um, it's a great question because that's what I'm all about is building relationships, as you said. And so making sales social to me means finding a, a connection with people that allows you in and allows them in to building that rapport really quickly because we're starting usually digitally on LinkedIn. And so it's finding a way to make them feel that you're not being salesy, that you're actually interested in them. And so I, I think it's about starting with a question that makes them go, wow, that's a, uh, and I've had this happen recently with something I'm using now, which is um, that's so refreshing. You know, that's so different. Oh, I love that question or whatever. So that, um, so that it be, feels more social than spammy or business-like to start with. Yeah, I love that. And I think that, you know, the core of all of this is treating this social media platform the same, treating the people on this platform the same way we would as if we were in a room with them. Absolutely. You know, and one of the things we often say is uh, treat the person on the other side of the message the same way you would if they were on the other side of the table. And I think that's what you're saying. Like, stop the pitch. You wouldn't walk into, uh, you know, a networking meeting and start pitching everyone on how you can help them do X. You'd have conversations. And that's one of the things I love about how you teach LinkedIn and how you go about things. It's really about building those stronger relationships. So I appreciate it and just completely resonate with, you know, everything that you, you talk about. So let's talk a little bit about um, how do you find the right people in digital? You know, is that the first place people should start is like identifying who is it should I, that I should be talking to? Well, I think you, you need to have an open mind, but you also need to know what lane you want to be in, whether it's um, that you want to work with small business owners or corporate or uh, entrepreneurs. You, you mm -hmm. need to have an idea of 
where you feel most comfortable to start with and then do your outbound searches uh, strategically that way. And so that um, when you find, and of course, listen, I just want to just preface by saying, I learned from you. You are one of my mentors before we became friends, and I'm very honored to be called your friend. And so everything I've learned, really, it's because I, I resonated with exactly what you talk about, conversations and connecting with people on a real level, because that's always been who I am. So when I'm doing outreach, to answer your question, once you find a lane, or it, may, it might even be that you want to expand, really, truthfully, to a new area. So um, I'm going to Salt Lake City for company convention. Maybe I want to look at some people in Salt Lake City that I want to connect with. My sister lives in Los Angeles. I love being able to find people down there that I can connect with when I go down there. So it could be as simple as that, but they still have to be in your lane that you want the kind of people that you're comfortable working with and that you know their industry enough that you can ask intelligent questions, right? To help um, build that rapport quickly. So I think that's great. And I I do love the idea of geographic. I love the idea, you know, really coming up with what are your, what are your lanes, right? Geography, title, industry you serve. So I, I love that. So let's say, let's just kind of play with this. Let's say you are going to LA to visit your sister and you look at your LinkedIn connections and say, boy, I don't have a whole lot in LA. Where would you start? I think I would start with um, the type of industry that's that I know people love to talk and meet people. And that would be probably, I've done this before when I've gone to LA, uh, real estate. So realtors in um, so let's say Sherman Oaks or something like I'd focus that's close to my sister that I could, I've done this in the past before COVID where I've gone and met people at a coffee shop, you know, that I met through LinkedIn and built a little bit of rapport and said, Hey, by the way, I'm coming down there. I'd love to meet you in person. So I have done that and I have gotten clients that way. Um, clients for my um, nurturing programs, that is a company I, I'm affiliated with called Send Out Cards. So I have done that. Which I just signed up. I know, I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a way to stay in touch with people that stands out from the crowd that takes you offline to a heartfelt um, connection as well. So that's what I would do. I would look for uh, industries that are, you know, they want to talk to people because they want to build from your connection as well. And so- yeah, I, I mean, individually, really, I, I do narrow it down. I look at their profile. I have to see whether their picture resonates with me, whether what they say on their profile resonates with me before I even start a conversation. So it it's all, for me, it's from the heart. It comes from the heart and it comes from the gut. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. So now we have this list of people and you're looking through and you go, yes, this is someone I'd love to know. Yeah or me? What would you do? How would you start that engagement? Okay. I would definitely have looked at their profile to see if there's anything on there that I can pull out as small as it might be that shows that I've one read their profile. Um, I also have to assume that they're are not assume, but check that they're active so that they will even see my message. Okay. In a reasonable amount of time. And then I might say, but what's working for me right now is saying something like, um, and so we're assuming they've connected. Is that correct? Oh, no, this is pre-connection. Pre-connection. Okay. So um, um, came across your profile, um, looking to expand my um, LinkedIn connections to 
this area, like to California, Sherman Oaks area, because I'm coming down there. And would be, would you be open to connecting? Uh, as something general. I never say a lot in the first connection message. Well, I do like the piece that you threw in that I think is really good is I'm going to be in Sherman Oaks. Yeah. You know, I'd love to connect and potentially, you know, for the, it automatically becomes relevant to them. It's not completely general. Right. Right. Um, so I think that's interesting. So your first touch is a connection request. Right. And one of the things I learned somewhere along the way, and I don't know if it was from you or someone else, but um, was that people like it better or it's it's maybe it's a polite thing to do is to ask, would you be open to connecting? Yes, definitely. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I definitely do that. And um, quite often it's easy. They just say, yes, thanks. Or I'd love to connect or something like that. So now I can start the conversation, but yeah, make it relevant to them. Absolutely. Make them have a reason to respond or to accept. Yeah. So I love it. So it's funny. And, and I love to know how, how your success is because I go through, I follow them. I engage on their content first. Like I go through all, I don't do that. And you go right into the connection and um, for me, it's like, I make eye contact across the room. <laughs> like oh, I, I, I flirt a little bit, yes. right. And, but ask you, is it yeah. corporate though? Is it corporate? Uh, mostly. Yes. Then I think I agree with that, with that uh, method. Most of my clients are not corporate. You know, it's kind of like a long time ago, I did the corporate thing and had to wear the nylons and the high heels and go downtown and all of that. And I never yeah, want yeah. to do that again. And it's kind of the same feeling. So um, I just feel more, um, I'm better, more casual. And I think small business owners and um, sales reps and entrepreneurs are more my, my lane, so to speak. Yeah. 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 So Interesting. That, um, yeah. yeah. I love, I love, I love that. And one of these days we'll AB test a couple things and see. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But I love that. I mean, cause there are people out there that will say, send a connection request without any note. And I'm like, no, no you know, so, so I love that you're personalizing that note. Do you ever look at your shared connections and ask people for, insights on someone before you connect with them or you just find that the connection request that's relevant really lands looking to up your linkedin game the social sales link team has you covered with our linkedin sales accelerator a guided social selling program that includes training coaching and so much more visit socialsaleslink.com in for more details again that's socialsaleslink.com in I don't think I have time. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people out there that, I, I mean, if I'm talking to somebody mm -hmm. um, that's already a connection of mine and, you know, I might ask them, but if I have to reach out and ask them by LinkedIn message, sometimes it takes too long. Mm -hmm. So, right. Um, I love your method of name dropping. And I think that's a great tool. So where permission um, to name drop, right. Permission to name drop. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. I think I tell people all the time, look, if you want to drop my name, it's fine. People I've worked with, right, that I've done some training with, because that shortens the, the cycle for sure. Um, but, you know, I had an interesting thing um, happen the other day. I had um, a first conversation with um, a new connection that was uh, from LinkedIn. I had done the outreach 
uh, he connected, I started a conversation and I actually, and sometimes I do this where I use my podcast with the right people as an in sometimes, you know, I think, would you be open to talking about, um, you know, being a guest on my podcast? Well, they love that, right? Mm -hmm. So this gentleman happened to be a CSP. Do you know what that is? Yeah. It's, yeah. The highest award you can get in the um, American Speakers Association, yeah. right? Right. See, I'm thinking the Canadian one, it's the American one. Um, he was a really, really interesting guy. And I asked him if he wanted to be on my podcast because I thought he had a message that my audience could relate to. And so we we basically had a, an, a Zoom call and he said yes, which I was very surprised but honored that he would do. And then he sent me a message afterwards with the recording because he had wanted to record our, our call. Mm -hmm. and um, And he said, I was talking to my friend, this person, he said, I think she would be a really good guest on your podcast. I think you should give her a call. So, you know, it starts to snowball from nothing, like just one little conversation. And she's just responded to me now as we were speaking. So yeah, it's just how things can, can grow from just doing the right thing when you first connect with somebody. I love that, you know, and I was just talking with um, a client in the last hour or so, uh, about a way that he can do something like this. He doesn't have a podcast. So he does use Canva, C-A-N-V-A.com. Yeah, love it. Yep, yep, uh, to create images. Um, so he's familiar with that. And I said, why don't you reach out to these targeted people and ask for a quote around a question. So you have a question of the month and just reach out to them, get on a Zoom, record for seven minutes, have a conversation and then just use kind of their insights. So, you know, maybe, every, you know, every day you have an insight from, and he's, he's looking in this particular case for the, for mental health professionals. That's who he's going after. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, asking them questions and then getting their quotes and you can create all this amazing original content mm -hmm. while building relationships without having to write anything. Right, and, right. So he's asking in a, in a message, in a direct message to people. Yeah, that, you know, I'd love to get a quote. This is the topic of our month. We're reaching out to mental health professionals. You know, if you're open to jumping on a quick Zoom call, I'd love to highlight your insights. Yeah. So just like your podcast, but without a podcast, yeah, like you can do yeah, because you're asking them for their expertise and that's what, right? It's all about them, not you. So yeah. absolutely. So I love that. I love that you're doing it for the, the, the podcast. Um, what is just for everybody? What's the name of your podcast? Relationships rule. Relationships rule. I love that. Um, so everyone go, uh, if you're enjoying, which how could you not be Janice Porter today, go, follow relationships rule and whatever podcast it's everywhere service. everywhere we're yeah. everywhere <laughs> so okay so now they connect now yeah. what so now quite often they just connect and now it's back on my plate again right they never ask a question they just say sure let's connect and now I come back with my opening question, which is usually something around, um, thanks for connecting. I'm curious, what can you tell me about you that I won't find on your LinkedIn profile? And then I tell them something that uh, one of my stories and see what they react. And it's been a lot of fun. So uh, I'll break this down for you. So it's basically um, uh, my story is that I was on Wheel of Fortune many years ago. 
and uh, have my 15 minutes of fame. So, um, you know, hope you can top that doesn't matter. And then I say something at the end of it. And then they usually react quite well to it. And I've heard, I've heard some great stories and I've heard people saying, I can't top that, but blah, blah, blah. But it just opens the door. It's an icebreaker, right? So it, it works pretty much all the time. So I love it. And you know, you're taking relationship to a different level than I ever go, right? Cause I stay very, very, very corporate professional, reaching out to the VPs of marketing and, you know, CROs, uh, you know, chief revenue officers. And so what you're doing is really personalizing it. Like I customize and tailor, but you're really building a personal relationship first versus a business relationship. And I love that. I, 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 you know, that's a question I don't think I've ever asked. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever been asked. And I think it's such a a great way to, you know, if you're in a networking meeting, that is definitely a fun question that you could ask someone. It's you're not pitching and it's really about caring about them and you're connecting. Everyone's watched Wheel of Fortune. Like (laughs) everyone has wanted to be on Wheel of Fortune, right? So if you can find a story as you guys are listening, if you'd wanted to, to try this, Find a story that you know people will go, oh, that's so cool. Right? I had one guy say to me the other day, uh, and I didn't, I couldn't relate to it, but it, but it was okay because he said something like, I've been, I've been mistaken for the lead singer on the smash of the Smashing Pumpkins. And I'm like, my daughter just went to see that group actually here in Vancouver uh, a couple of weeks ago. So I did have something to say, but I couldn't relate because that wasn't my music. However, it was great that he told that story and that that conversation led to um, a Zoom call, led to possibility of doing some business together very quickly, actually. Yeah, yeah that's very cool. I think that's great. Um, I have to think of, you know, what my story would be. I had another one who oh, I, I, re- I reached out to. Um, she, interesting woman, she was a um, interior designer and also a stager. And looking at her her profile, she was like way up there on in the books and she's in Southern California. She had um, a lot of accolades and whatever. When I first reached out, I looked and then I asked her this question and she came back to me with something I wouldn't have expected at all. She said she had been a race car driver and won first prize several times in this race car. Yeah. So that was fun. Yes. And then that led to, she did become a guest on my podcast and she's doing an incredible project in Costa Rica, like a a philanthropic project that she's organizing for this philanthropist that looks really, really interesting. I just love people. And so for me, it was a very interesting um, connection and uh, who knows, you know, what else will come from it. It's fantastic. I love (laughs) this. So fun. All right. So now we we've connected, we've personalized it. We started this conversation. Is there anything else that you'd want to share before we start kind of wrapping up our conversation? Yes, there is one other thing. So quite often, even usually after the first couple of messages, then I'm usually ready to meet the person. And so we'll have a Zoom call. That's when I always ask my 
guest, my the person I'm having a conversation with for their mailing address. So whether it goes any further or not, I send them a card. And that often is a door opener to the next phase. Can I share what I just did today? Yes. I have added in my Calendly, uh, add your address when they Perfect. sign up with me. Perfect. You're going to go in and train my team how to do all of this. I just gave away that secret, right? But they can just look back in my Calendly for the address. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I thought that was fun. It so great. yeah. Well, I thank you so much. How can people get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to connect? Janice at JanicePorter.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Tell me they saw us or heard us on your podcast and let's start a conversation. Awesome. And I think you mentioned you have a free ebook. I do actually. And it's on my website. Find that if you go to JanicePorter.com, everything is going to be there. It um, is. It's at the bottom of the first page on the okay. home. So scroll down. Ah, look at that. Just scroll down to that's jazzporter.com. Scroll down to the the bottom. I'm putting in my name right now. You put in your name and your email and definitely, you get it. It is definitely there, but I just, I can't. Put my so it's called seven steps to creating business relationships that last. There you go. All right. So it's fine. JanicePorter.com. Scroll to the bottom, fill it yeah. out. I've already done it while <laughs> we're sitting here. Janice, thank you so much for your insights. I've really enjoyed uh, so much uh, work, you know, talking with you, working with you, having you in our membership. I mean, I just really love getting to know you and uh, love what you're bringing to the world when it comes to building relationships on LinkedIn and off. Thank so. you so much. Absolutely. And I feel um, a really honored to be in your circle. So thank you so much. Thank you. And for everybody, thank you so much for joining us again for Making Sales Social. And when you are out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.